Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always separate too. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I'm joined by my good friend Hopper Crane for a game of Flux Fall Horizon. Flux Fall Horizon is a Powered by the Apocalypse role-playing game about parallel Earths. Players take on the role of Lancers, people from the late 24th century sent into an alternate Earth to fix something that has gone wrong. But because no plan survives contact with a faulty quantum hub, things go wrong, they don't quite end up where they're supposed to, and chaos, hidden objectives, and drama ensues. The game is currently on Kickstarter, it has already funded, it has blown past its goals, uh, so you can go pick it up. Uh, it's in like its final two days, so go pick it up once, as soon as you listen to this. Back it, get your own copy, it's a fun game, I loved it, uh, there's a lot of cool world building and alternate earth building stuff in it, and there's a lot of cool things happening behind the scenes, plus it just gives you the tools to tell a really fun story, and I think that's a really special, important thing. You can find more information about the Fluxfall Horizon Kickstarter in the show notes. Hopper, in addition to being a good friend of mine, is a professional GM and a cast member on several Manapot Studios productions, which you can find at twitch.tv slash Studios, including The Hole in the World, which is their bi-weekly Invisible Sun actual play, and also Flights of Fandom, which is a stream that airs every Tuesday night. It is a community-focused stream run by some very wonderful people. I am a frequent guest on the show, focused on telling stories in copyrighted universes with an eye towards reclaiming stories from the, the terrible people and corporations that own them, uh, and telling copyrighted copyrighted stories better than copyright holders can tell them. As you know, if you listen to the show, that is a topic that is extremely close to my heart. Uh, I love Flights of Fandom. They are so much fun. The streams that they put together are so, so delightful, and it is a, it's a good group, and I love playing games with them. And so check that out at twitch.tv slash Studios. Uh, I will be running a game for them on December 7th, which will be uh, a TVA-themed game set in the world of Loki, which I'm very, very excited about. We're going to get into some nonsense. Um, it's great. I love them. They're a good group of people. Uh, you can check them out at twitch.tv slash Studios. And be sure to follow Hopper on Twitter at The Legend Tree and head to thelegendtree.com where they post tabletop content as well as the, the stuff that they're working on. Uh, Hopper is wonderful. They are a dear, dear friend. And I, I'm so, so happy that they joined me kind of super last minute to put this together. It was really fun and I deeply appreciated it. One super quick thing before we dive in, which is uh, we're taking a couple weeks off, like I mentioned last episode. So I will see you in January. Um, we'll be posting the Christmas episode and then we will be back kind of mid-January. January 10th is kind of the return date. Um, we're taking a few weeks off. We're taking December off from releasing episodes. We'll be recording some stuff to build out a backlog and giving ourselves some time to not work on a thing and not edit audio on our weekends and giving ourselves time off and committing to being the kind of, uh, self-employed bosses that we want to be in the world. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you in 2022 y'all. And on that note, I'm going to throw it over to me from an alternate earth called a week ago so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I could not be more excited. This is a very fun, very special episode for me. I am sitting down with my good friend, Hopper Crane. Hopper, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Well, hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Uh, real quick, at the top of the show, before we dive into our game, why don't you take a moment to let our lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want the audience at home to know about? Uh, well, I am a uh, professional arborist that uh, happens to... Uh, pro gm on the side so i run um i run games uh, mostly for kids but also for adults and i am a cast member on a couple uh, live streams and hopefully on a couple podcasts in the near future 
uh, what are those? What are those dreams and podcasts? Ooh, per se. So, now, now that you've uh, you've got my interest, perhaps I perhaps I may know of or appear on some of those. Ooh, I, I believe you have appeared on one of them already. Um, the podcasts are in their formative stage, uh, but the uh, the stream that I'm on, the longest running one, is an Invisible Sun actual play. Um, the Hole in the World, which airs uh, typically every other Sunday um, at 4.30 p.m. on Manapot Studios on uh, their Twitch, um, which you can find by going to manapotstudios.com, which should redirect you. Um, the, you can also uh, check the show notes for more information. Excellent. Um, and the other show that I'm on is Flights of Fandom, which is also on Manapot Studios, and that is a show where we tell – uh, collaborative storytelling. Specifically, we write fan fiction in worlds that already exist. We primarily focus on IPs and universes with mm, questionable creators and or uh, disparate and uh, mm, problematic pasts. But we also engage in uh, franchises and fandoms that are just beloved because we want to tell stories in them. I love it. I, I mean, that is a that is a thing that is very close to my heart is telling uh Telling copy, telling stories in copyrighted universe better than the copyright holders is a topic that I am always extremely passionate about, and uh, I love it. I'm a big. I am. I mean, you know this. You know this, but the listeners might not. That I am a gigantic proponent of the flights of fandom. It is. It is a delight, and it's. It's been such a great, great community that's developed around that. Really, truly, really, really, truly. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's it for me. Honestly, I'm. You know. Not super exciting. I don't. I'm not an any award winning podcast host or anything. Ah, uh, who is these days? Um, so uh, the the game that we are playing this week. Uh, speaking of games and podcasts and fun times with friends, the game that we are playing this that's that's what we call a segue, and that was not my best work, but I'm gonna <laughs> stick with it. Um, the game that we are playing this week is Fluxfall Horizon. Fluxfall Horizon is a game about alternate Earths. It is a game about sliding between alternate dimensions, fixing things that have gone wrong, and trying to kind of maintain a consistent uh, world and a consistent multiverse. Uh, you are going to be playing a Flux Lancer. For ten exciting years, only a few hundred people have ever gotten the chance to step through the so-called Fluxfall Horizon and experience alternate Earths. And now billionaire tourists as well as hapless civilians have been added to the mix. Lancers are uh, groups of scientists and civilians and corporate entities and mysterious navigators and, uh, as one as as in our case today, hapless civilians thrown into the mix. Uh, and on that note, why don't you... Um, Tell us about your character and and set the scene for us as what is what happens is we open on Chronocore headquarters. Uh, Chronocorp is uh, the sort of managerial enterprise that oversees the the flux the the fluxfall horizon itself and sort of the transition between these alternate worlds. It is the the agency that oversees all of this. And when there is a when there is a note that something has gone wrong in the multiverse, they are the ones that send someone out. Tell us uh, how your character wanders into or like what the, what we see, what we see for their introduction as they arrive in the like uh, departure chamber or la, the kind of staging room for a Fluxfall Lance. What's the wh what's the intro that we get to this character and then tell us who they are and what their deal is? <laughs> All right. So, um. 
you see, uh, or the camera sees, a um, kind of average height, very slim build. Uh, you see a young person of um, kind of very androgynous, uh, with mm. an undercut, just uh, plain, just plain brown hair, nothing fancy, and uh, wearing um, wearing like these kind of overly thick, kind of cheap-looking uh, eyeglasses. Uh, they've got uh, they've got a dress shirt on with a skinny black tie and a um, a Chronocorp ID badge, um, and I think if uh, the the camera panned in, you would see that that ID badge says Quinn Whitaker, intern. <laughs> uh, I imagine you've got a cup of coffee in your hand. Oh, both hands. Yeah. Um. Somebody, a scientist, walks up and immediately takes one, and like, uh, somebody in a somebody in a suit and tie comes up and takes the other, and like, you know, just as you kind of start to turn back out of the room, somebody kind of like brushes your shoulder and kind of bumps into you and pushes you a little bit, and you kind of start to get the look of this room. It is one of those big classic think like. Cold War, like one of those big circular, like Cold War test chamber rooms with the big windows on it. And there are two egg chairs in the room. Uh, and in one of them, there is uh, a a large slab of beef of a man is sitting in one of these chairs. Um, high tech, like battle gear and armor, very uh, aesthetic of like very kind of Starship Troopers battle armor. Is on him looking very serious, has not made eye contact with you, has not le- has not like moved his head, does not even look like he is breathing, is just locked in. Uh, we get a brief shot of uh, kind of a nameplate on his battle armor that says uh, that says Vanguard McMurphy. Uh, and Vanguard is sitting very stoically, has kind of tubes and 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 piping and wires kind of sticking out of him the think about think of a like you know the you know the weapon x aesthetic when wolverine is in the 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 makeshift bacta tank and he's got the thing (laughs) sticking out of him oh 100 that's a lot of those they're all kind of in like connected into this sort of egg chair that he's in and he's just sitting has not moved and what happens is you are like very quickly like brushed and bumped and people just kind of keep like shoving you and moving you and like they kind of lift up one of your shirt sleeves and like dab it and before you even fully realize it like like you've got you've got like wires and tubes and things are kind of like and you're just like what but wait what Uh, excuse Ow, ow. Are you not? Are you up? And like, by the time you kind of start to speak up, like you've already been like seated in the chair. Uh, it, uh, what? Pardon? What? What's going on? Um, and a an extremely bored looking, um, like technician walks into the room, uh, carrying uh, a clipboard. Uh, actually, uh, a holographic laser clipboard. As this is the twenty third <laughs> century. Uh, a laser, like, holographic clipboard is hovering in front of them as they kind of, like, tap things. They could not look less engaged in any of this. Uh, so, was I ex- I wasn't expecting any of this, correct? <laughs> no, no, no. And I think what happens, the, the brief moment that you get is, um, this person walks in, uh, her name's Connie. Connie walks in, and she's just like, alright, Vanguard, this is a pretty solitary one-agent mission. Hi. 
Um, why are you, why, why are you in the chair? I was just wondering the same thing, to be perfectly honest with why, you. Why is the intern in the chair? And there's, there's, a, there's, a, scuttle, there's a scuttle behind, behind Connie. <laughs> Quinn is just looking, like, absolutely mortified. Like, uh, they know they're going to be blamed for this. Um, they absolutely know they're going to be blamed uh, for this. She turns back. All right, well, um, the good news is it's not your fault. It seems like it was a mix-up. Vanguard, I'm sorry, I have to run through. And Vanguard, like, without, is just not moved, not responded to this. And Connie's, I'm sorry, I I know you've heard this. I know you don't need, I gotta. Everybody, can we push back the launch? Can we push back the lance by uh, three minutes? Three entire minutes so that I can prep this. Quinn, this well, this, can I, I gotta prep the intern. Can we push it back now? Four. Give me four minutes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Connie. I don't know if we've met. Uh, we've met seven times. Oh, well, great. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, okay. So, um, hold on. I've got a script. They, they, I have to read the script. You understand it. it congratulations. You are going to be among the few, the chosen, the proud, to breach the Fluxfall horizon and see, and like, um, a hologram of Earth's kind of tiled on top of each other appears behind her in sort of a, an arc, uh, like a half circle rainbow type, uh, pattern. <laughs> the glory of the multiverse. Ugh, I, I, I cannot, it, it, the, the, the pageantry stops being exciting. Um, Unfortunately, uh, our responsibility here at Chronocorp is not all fun and games. There is a serious responsibility when there is, point at number seven, six, six, seven, when one of the Earths has an issue, you should see it uh, catch fire behind me, uh, that is when we send in our Lancers to do what is called a put-right. You will notice on Vanguard's wrist, and Vanguard, like, holds up the wrist very, like, like, fact, uh, like, factually, and, uh, uh, like, a kind of a Fallout Boy, uh, not Fallout Boy, <laughs> Jesus, that's not what I, <laughs> you know, a Fallout Boy style, a, a chain, a, a chain bracelet is on his wrist. <laughs> It's yes. a spiked. It's a spiked, or like a the black and white checkered bracelet. It is. It is a black and white checkered bracelet. And then behind the Fallout Boy bracelet <laughs> is the is yes the 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 wrist thing that has a name that I don't Pip remember. Boy. I, a Pip Boy. Thank you. There's a like a Pip Boy type thing, and on it like um he just kind of slaps a button and a little ball pops up, a little floating ball. Your quantum hub. When you arrive at your destination, the Quantum Hub will indicate to you the objective of the put right. Uh, Vanguard, do you want to start the thing so that we can kind of actually segue into the... We're going to segue into the mission briefing. We are now only two minutes behind schedule. Uh, thank you so much for not having uh, further questions, Quinn. I understand that you are... You're going to be fine. Uh, um, oh, but... And, like, I, I think Quinn is, like, very desperate to ask questions, but also very scared of interrupting this woman. So there's a lot of, uh, but, well, actually, uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, all right, uh, Vanguard, if you could activate the briefing and, and show it to, show it to Quinn so that they can see 
what they've got going on. And Vanguard, like, pushes a, a little glowing red button in the middle of the orb, and it, like, it starts uh, broadcasting holographic data kind of between the two of you. Uh, Dateline, early 21st century. A, uh, an advanced form of cryptocurrency has gained sentience uh, several years before the AI convergence was supposed to occur, and being tied to cryptocurrency means that it is uh, innately incredibly destructive. Uh, your mission, uh, the mission of the put right, is to access uh, the mainframe of the, the sentient cryptocurrency and shut it down, which will not kill the sentient cryptocurrency, but allow it to be transported back safely to the 23rd century, where it can be uh, acclimated and and have a safe structure built around it. Does that all make sense? Does that track? Are you, are, are you good with that? Quinn, I know Vanguard's fine with it. I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but why, what, why am I here? Sorry? <sighs> Uh, and she kind of, like, clicks a button and the, the clipboard fades away. And she grabs what is clearly, like, a busted old folding chair. And, like, you hear the... As she kind of, like, pulls it and just kind of plops down in front of you. Um, it seems that when you entered the testing chamber, some of the uh, scientists um, just kind of assumed that you were, like, uh, arriving, f- or, like, reporting for duty. Oh, so, um, yeah, I guess you're coming on kind of a ride along now. Like, I don't like like we can't now that you're like in the system has recognized that this has become a two Lancer job. So we can't like if we if we unplug you like we'd have to shut down the entire thing. So we kind of just have to send you along. So, um, well, so normally I'm not I'm still not paid Do I get does this mean I get paid? Um, are we giving the intern pay for being a Lancer? We, we are? Don't tell anybody, don't, don't tell anybody that we're paying you. Uh, sure. You, you can keep That's, it off the books if you want. I don't, we, do we just don't want, this, this can't happen again, because this is adding a lot of complications to my day, and I don't really need the, I don't, you understand. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, okay. Thank, thanks, Connie. Hey, you, you know, you're welcome. Um, listen, you're going to be fine. Just, you know, follow Vanguard. Vanguard's got some orders and, and got some tactics planned. Just it's going to be fine. You're going back to the early 21st century sometime around 2021. Um, you should be fine. Uh, should be good. Um, um, did, did I miss anything? And another uh, person comes in with like a briefcase. Okay. Only, only, uh, we gotta, we gotta outfit him with gear. Oh yeah. All right. We, we, you get some gear. Um, and I'm going to ask you Hopper to go to in the rule book, page 28. They open, uh, this, 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 uh, again, very bored looking tech opens this briefcase that like expands out TARDIS style to show you like a full kind of Q room, right? Like James Bond style. As we go through all of our gear that is offered to, uh, our Lancers. Uh, gear comes in two kinds, basic and special. Basic gear does not confer any mechanical bonus or advantage to any move. Um, you can, you pretty much can find any basic gear that you need. Special gear, on the other hand, gives a bonus or advantage by default. All gear, all Lancers start with the following devices. 
uh, standard issue from Kona Corp, a transceiver, which is the, 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 the thing that you kind of, you see somebody kind of like latch it onto your belt. It is clearly, and like it, it beeps and the, the, the hub beeps and you realize like, this is going to be the thing that actually sends you into the other world. Okay. You have your standard issue, all weather, dura fiber clothing, ultra tough and waterproof. This is pretty much the standard uniform that like we kind of, and, and you, you feel it under your, your shirt that you realize like the kind of. They kind of ask you to wear like like a kind of a wetsuit under your regular clothes and like you're like, oh, that's the that's the Durafiber clothing and a universal translator to ensure uh, somebody kind of like pops a little ear, like a little earbud into one of your ears uh, da, da, do that. That is going to translate most variations of language. You should be fine. Uh, you will also get to choose one piece of primary gear from the list. You can get a, a disruptor pistol a me- ultra med kit or a science box as well as a piece of secondary gear which includes a rebreather an inflatable tent 10 ration pills light body armor or hover boots Ooh. um <clears throat> i think uh so <laughs> quinn's uh quinn's absorbing all of this and just like 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 they're trying to remember somebody's coffee order um using the those skills and uh I, I think they look across at like um at Vanguard with kind of like big deer in the headlights kind of eyes and go uh is there uh um I I don't really feel comfortable with firearms I'm not really trained <laughs> Vanguard is already sitting with a big fuck you disruptor pistol <laughs> and like wearing what is visibly body armor is just like all right uh would uh do you, do you have a suggestion between the the med kit and the Bo- box science box this is science box um do you plan on getting hurt i don't plan on it but you're also wearing body armor and i'm not well then i think that probably uh if you if you're if you're are you afraid of getting hurt oh yeah very then i would recommend the med kit oh, okay yeah yeah okay um I, i'll take the med kit please all right um, and, uh, uh, ooh, 20, 20, uh, and I think you see Quinn trying to remember what they know <laughs> about the, the early 20th century, 21st century. Um, and just, I mean, it's pretty, depending on, if it's cryptocurrency, presumably we can get food. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't suppose I could get body armor because I'm really concerned about that. Uh, do you want do you want the science box and body armor then? Because it or you can take the med kit. It's your call. Uh, other either way, the thing pops up in front of Connie. She hits three buttons, and the the, the kind of scuba suit that you have under your thing bulks up, and like you feel like very obviously shoulder plates under your your dress shirt. And you're like, oh, I'm now wearing body armor, <laughs> but it's underneath a dress shirt. So I, yeah, I, I think well the good the good news is that these clothes did not fit well in the first place, so now they're kind of filled out slightly. Like like there was kind of a uh, there's kind of a I'm about to rip my shirt open with my pecs mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Quinn is not that ripped, but, uh, it's kind of a weird feeling. Um, yeah, uh, medkit, medkit still works. Thanks. Okay. All right. Um, then with that, you've got your gear, you've got your destination. Um, is there any, any final questions, uh, from either of you before you dive in, uh, Vanguard, uh, what level of force is authorized for the assignment? 
uh, I mean, minimal, but, you know, if things get hot, they get hot. But ideally, you know, keep it, keep it chill. I don't want to have to fill out a lot of paperwork. Understood. No more, no further questions. Quinn is visibly rethinking the uh, disruptor pistol, not taking the disruptor <laughs> pistol, but says nothing. <laughs> Quinn, any questions? Oh, so many. Um, okay. Um, this is fine. This is fine. Nope. We're getting paid. This is fine. All right. And great. The- uh, then on that note, I'm going to go ahead and step out of the room because if I'm in here, when things go, I could get, you know, lost in the multiverse and <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and, um, assuming you don't die, I'm going to, I'll talk to you later today. She, Okay. She walks out, uh, goes and stands behind all of the people behind the viewing window looking in, um, and uh, I am going to roll on some dice immediately. I've got yes. a table to roll on immediately because it's fun. God, I love tables, though. Tables are fun. Tables are great. Uh, I'm going to roll 2d6 three times. Ooh. That's a six. That's also a six. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, Hopper's anxiety just cranked into high gear. <laughs> oh, oh, this is, this is very, this is great. This is great. Um, you, you hear, you hear, uh, you know, uh, the hum of the light. And then you hear, you hear kind of the, you hear Vanguard breathing. And you hear Vanguard, like, muttering some calming phrases. And, you know... You can kind of hear the shuffling from people from behind the viewing window and like everything is kind of and then suddenly you hear overwhelming as though you were thrown into a pool of it. You hear an impossible darkness. It is the loudest, emptiest noise you've ever heard. You can't quite can't quite pinpoint when you've heard darkness before, but this is unmistakable and the loudest and most definitive variation on that sound that you've ever heard and you feel the tubes and the wiring and the visor and and the you feel it all kind of melt away and you're just you you can't it's it's you know that kind of that 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 noise that's so loud that it takes over your other senses and you feel it almost on your tongue mm-hmm. it's that loud you feel it and you hear it and you look over and you can see the Vanguard hears the same thing. And maybe that, and that's kind of why, why he's been muttering these mantras. And you look around and the room that you're in, this chamber like melts away and it doesn't, there's, there's no great sense of like, you don't go into a vortex. There's no kind of swirling doctor who visuals, you know, all the kind of, TV shows and hollow dramas kind of presented to you a much messier view of what this was going to look like. And it just kind of changes. And suddenly it is late at night. The sky is cloudy. And in the distance, you see a small village and a tall gleaming steel tower with a big red glowing bulb. And that blow like glowing very cyberpunk uh cyberpunk sauron energy to this giant <laughs> giant gleaming steel tower and you look and um i'm going to ask you i'm going to see if there's a 
I'm going to see if there is a, uh, you'll, you'll get an answer to this. I'm going to ask you to roll me a demystify roll, which is 2d6 plus your ment plus your, your mental, uh, plus your mental stat. Your stats in this are, uh, I have a zero in mental as I am a, uh, I am a, a bystander. Um, or I am a, let's see, what, what's my primary cl- uh, civilian of the bystander stub- subtype? Um, so I've got one power, two movement, zero mental, negative one tech, and negative three flux tech. Yeah, now we both have negative three flux tech because flux tech represents the ability to uh, alter the the quantum hub and to quite literally kind of command it where to go like and sort of take control of the continuum, which is sort of the all things. It is all living things. It is the entire kind of concept of all of these alternate Earths are contained within the continuum. It is a semi-living construct thing that everyone is sort of consciously aware of, especially as Lansing has become like big business. The continuum is the thing that we navigate by Lansing and Flux Tech is the technology that we use to Lance with it. Generally, your quantum hub will tell you where to go with it, but Flux Tech is, the flux tech stat is how you alter and mess with that hub. So right now I'm going to ask you to roll me 2d6 plus uh, plus your mental. I'm going to tell you uh, the basics of what you get. You get some baseline information from your knowledge of what Earth was like in the early 21st century. But uh, you might get some more information. That is a 6 with a 5 and a, well, in these dice's case, uh, a fuck, which is a 1. <laughs> Great. Uh, you get a disentanglement. Ooh. Let me tell you what that is. Uh, disentanglement means that you lose some of your quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement is good. It's what keeps your Lancer bound bit by bit to the continuum. Certain actions, however, can disentangle swaths of particles in your Lancer and they become separated or disentangled. This is also good until it's bad. This is a way for you to build up powers and do cool things. Um, however, at a certain point, you build up too many of them. And you uh, dissolve into nothingness and fade into this sort of uh, tapestry of the tapestry of the uh, tapestry of the continuum. You fade into nothingness at a certain point. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's probably bad. That's probably not great. So uh, right now you've got one point of disentanglement and you feel it. You feel it. You feel out of sync like you you know you know you feel like you are uh a a piece of cinematic film on a on on the continuously shot like uh soap opera style film footage right like you feel like you're the way you are just feels slightly shot differently than the just for a moment though well that's unnerving (laughs) yeah I think you, yeah, I think you, the, we see Quinn give like a little shiver, um, just, uh, um, and then kind of quickly look over, uh, to see, I mean, hopefully Vanguard's there. Uh, Vanguard is there. Vanguard stands up. Um, the thing that you notice, the thing that you see, right. And the thing that is worse than you could possibly imagine. And I, I will, I will allow you to, uh, so the thing that you get as you kind of, as you realize, and, and, and I think it's that feeling of wrongness that kind of like tips you off to this, right? That kind of like signals to you that this has happened, that this thing has happened is 
you look down, you you know some things about the 21st century. You have an idea. Generally, uh, houses were not lit by fire. Generally, there were street like in like it, there were there were a lot of street lights and paved roads. And that Generally, is not, not the case. Outside of this one giant steel tower, it's a lot of uh, thatched roof cottages and uh, somebody riding along on horse. There are some drones flying around, but they seem to have the same kind of ominous red light glow of the uh, of the, the giant steel tower. Other than that, though, there are some people riding on horseback. There are some people with cloaks pulling over their their hoods and kind of trying to, like, put out fires in their houses. So the drones that are flying with these giant uh, kind of like half bucket, half minecart type things flying underneath them um, are flying from like are flying through the streets. Uh, Vanguard. Cox's pistol looks around and is like, all right, early 21st century. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. McMurphy. Um, uh huh. Are we sure this is the early 21st century? This looks really wrong compared to what I learned about. In school. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this ain't right. Um, I mean, I, uh, I, don't, I assume you know what you're doing, so I'll just uh, stand over here. But um, that giant steel tower with the big glowy red thing looks uh, super ominous. Uh, and like uh, very loudly, uh, like startling the both of you, the 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 hub pops off of pops off of uh, off of McMurphy's wrist, like limbs pop legs pop out of it and it just kind of like pops onto the ground and like a thing uh and you see it kind of dig into the ground and be like uh security mode activated the hauntum hub is locked into its current location this is the drop site quote unquote uh you're put right lancers disable the mainframe of the crypto database good luck Okay. Uh, oh, oh. All right. Um, well, I guess, uh, Giant Ominous Tower? I guess Giant Ominous Tower. Uh, all right, here's the, here's, here's the, here's the thing, kid. Here's the thing. Uh, and you see him reluctantly stash the pistol. <laughs> I'm actually going to roll a demystify here. 2d6 plus mental. My mental is also zero. And that is a three. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to take a disentanglement. And I think I think actually what happens then is instead of of um, to reveal this, instead of uh, cocking, instead of stashing his pistol, he like cocks it and you see it kind of light up and get ready. Tower it is. And as soon as he does that, one of these drones very obviously like turns towards you and he takes aim and he goes. Oh, snarf! <laughs> is that the is that the twenty third century curse word of choice? Yeah, after the after the third Thundercats reboot was so universally reviled, snarf actually comes into favor as a 
as a as a really strong curse word. I hate this canon, and I adore it <laughs> with equal passion. What have you done to me, Jeff? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Quinn definitely like just kind of gives a little noise, and like, um, is there anything to step behind, hide behind? Uh, actually, I will. I will absolutely allow you to uh, roll. You're gonna roll me a sneakeroo for this, and I think as you're doing that, um, still cocking his pistol, he goes, "Oh, all right. Here's the deal, kid." Uh, it seems like we're far enough back in the past that that thing and the drone is like flying towards you as he's explaining this is the only tech. So uh, any sensors that they have, and he points at his pistol, they seem to notice technology. I'm going to go take care of this drone. Um, you do what you got to do. Just know that uh, we're easily spotted if we bust out any of our technology. Cool. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you in a bit. I, oh, oh! It does a combat roll to to go into shooting this drone. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it in any way necessary? No, 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 no. Uh, rolls in and with the pistol, immediately like combat rolls, flies over and just shoots this thing dead out of the sky. You watch the giant thing collapse into the ground uh two more drones do take notice though and start converging on your location uh go ahead and make me a sneakeroo roll as as vanguard like rushes into the fight the thing that you notice is uh the thing that falls out of this gigantic bucket is a bunch of like metal and stones and other kind of mining materials that it seems to have been gathering up and it seems to have been gathering them up from the people in these cottages it seems like it has forced these people to mine metals and things to power itself oh okay 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 this is uh uh i think uh quinn quinn watched a lot of 22nd century speculative fiction Mm. um serial dramas and like this is this is a recurring theme that like they know is a lot older but this makes sense Mm -hmm. i've seen a soap opera about this i think um all right so i'm I'm rolling a sneakaroo yeah Uh, you attempting stealth stealth when you attempt stealth subterfuge or quiet deception on any non-double or doppel i'll explain what those are when they come up uh you will roll me 2d6 plus movement Okay, 2d6 plus movement. I have, uh, it is my only good, good, it's my best stat, so that is plus two. Um, the dice, however, do not like me. That is, uh, five plus two for seven. Uh, seven, uh, success with a complication. You learn something, you can succeed or learn something, uh... You can uh, succeed absurdly, but lose, take a condition or lose a gear. Succeed and learn something important for future sneakeroos, but for now, discovery is imminent. Uh, I'm gonna let you. Ch- what? Which of those two options? You can either uh, uh, get something important and be spotted, or uh, succeed completely, or take a condition, or lose a piece of gear. I like the more dramatic one. Um, wait, what? What were the two options again? Give them. Hit me. You can either. Time. You can either uh, sort of temporarily succeed, but you will be spotted by one of these two drones. Or you can get hurt or lose some gear and succeed completely. Ooh, I will. I will take the temporary success, please. Okay. Um, the thing that you. Oh, I know exactly. I know exactly what you notice. I know exactly what you what you pick up on. Um, one of these drones gets shot out of the sky. You hear it. You hear the. You hear the laser blast, and you hear it crash to the ground. You hear the the rocks and chunks of metal tumble out of this large bucket. 
The other one is flying straight towards you. Uh, and as you kind of peek out, where where are you hiding? What is what is the what is the spot that you're hiding from? Oh, I think this is definitely like a um, a, uh, a a low woody shrub that you just see. You just see Quinn just kind of like um, do like a incredibly inelegant kind of attempt. I think I think they're trying to look cool because Vanguard's so fucking cool um, and just does like a. a tries to do a shoulder roll and it, it's not great it ends up being more of like kind of a bad cartwheel mm. um and but right behind this 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 shrub uh so you do this cartwheel and the thing that you see just before the drone kind of gets gets up to you gets kind of into engagement range is you see um kind of into like kind of a military style backpack uh vanguard grabs this drone and like stuffs it into the backpack over his kind of over his shoulders, like just kind of shoves it down into the backpack and you watch it kind of get sucked into this sort of like 23rd century void vortex, like, but like clearly stashes this, this drone in his backpack as the other drone, like gets up to you into engagement range. Oh, weird. That seems, Oh, that whatever. I don't, I'm just an intern. What do I know? Um, the the drone the drone uh barks at you uh state your state your entry on the blockchain state your state your name in the ledger um oh oh so uh Quinn, you just see Quinn kind of like uh stand up awkwardly um just still kind of or half half standing like that weird not quite a crouch not quite a full full standing posture and goes uh uh my name's um uh, Randy uh Randy uh Daniels Randy Daniels scanning the blockchain, running the running the blockchain to scan for Randy Daniels. Uh, I'm going to call this. What do I want to call this? Is this uh, I don't think this is sneakeroo. This might be. Uh, I think this is I think this is. Do I think this is I don't think this is innovate. I think this is pursue. I think you're trying to persuade this thing that, that you are not who you say you are. Yes, that that, that tracks. Um. Uh, so that would be a, uh, what, is that a mental? Yes, 2d6 plus mental. All right. Ooh, much better. 10 total. 10 plus zero. Describe your successful feat of social manipulation. I think, um, uh, yeah, so Quinn just kind of stands up and just kind of goes, uh, Ran- yep, Randy Daniels, and, um, just kind of waves the ID card, um, like the Chron- a Chrono, uh, Corp ID card kind of rapidly enough that like, and in such a way that it like, it clearly, there is some barcode on there. And I think this is sheer luck. There's yeah. like, I, 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 some numbers get scanned badly. And I think, uh, this is maybe the, uh, there's like a auto completion algorithm that ju- just is just like, well, we have a Randy Daniels and we have this, um, this Daniels, right. Daniels, yeah. Randall. Uh, transaction identified. Uh, according to according to our records, you obtained a ticket to the uh, marvelous uh, the marvelous uh, non fungible token exhibition of Leonardo da Vinci, currently held in the town square. In two minutes, please report to your reported location. For a night of fun, entertainment, and the wonders of the world by one of the great living artists. And, it, like, clearly its voice changes into advertising speak. Oh, God, I fucking hate this. 
I fucking hate this so much. Um, Quinn just kind of goes, uh, yep. Uh, that's, I'm very excited about that. This, this seems, uh, this seems, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you, do you require directions? Uh, yes, please. That will be, uh, that will be 0.27, uh, 0.27 quantum coin. Why don't you just take it straight from my account? Hmm. I, I'm going to give this to you for the 10 plus. <laughs> 0.27 quantum coin has been deducted from your account, Randall Daniels. <laughs> somewhere Follow me. Somebody like somewhere's turns. mad pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to we cut to some Game of Thrones fucking feast. <laughs> Bing, oh, what the? <laughs> um, you are carried over to the town square where, uh, like obvious, like it, it in the grand visual of these things. Um, there see, is. Do I see where Vanguard went during all of this? Uh, Vanguard, you see, you you see, you you kind of briefly saw Vanguard just like run downhill, kind of like military style. <laughs> With, uh, <laughs> but you've kind of lost visual on Randall, or on Randall on on Vanguard. You've lost a little bit of the visual on Vanguard. Okay, but you know that he's like stalking around the the village. As you are, you are carried to the village square. Where, uh, and I think, like, there is briefly, like, a note. We kind of do briefly get a shot of, uh, back at, like, kind of monitoring progress. We get the briefest shot from, from, like, uh, Chronocorp headquarters. As they hear this, they hear the name and they go, Leonardo da Vinci, why is, why is da Vinci in, like, a, like, a Middle Ages Alternate Earths, it does not matter. I, all right, it's fine. Whatever. Oh my god, this is too early in the snarfing day for this. I cannot... I cannot even. Uh, and we cut back. <laughs> I just needed to put that note in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. For, for my own sake. <laughs> so that people don't at me on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, you are carried into the town square where there are clearly visuals of kind of all of Da Vinci's... You know, we see the we see the man and we see kind of his weird sort of flying machines. Ornithopters. Yeah, we see ornithopters and we see Da Vinci's man and they're all on screens with, like, numbers attached, like, 27 quantum coin. This one can be yours for 14 quantum coin. Oh my god. This is the worst timeline. Um... Da Vinci, uh, <laughs> da Vinci is clearly delivering like a carnival start Barker and like the square is like directly like you can see the doors of the tower from where you're at. Oh, yeah. So Quinn is very aware that they are not dressed like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think um, do I see like somebody's like one of these thatch huts or whatever that seems to be currently unoccupied? Um... Yeah, I'll say absolutely you can. Yeah, so Quinn's gonna wander over there, and, um, like, I know it's dark, uh, but, uh, it, like, are, are there locking mechanisms, or, like, what's, what's the deal here? I mean, it seems like they have to, they don't have any metal. Yeah, all of the metal is being kind of round up, so, like, there is sort of, um, kind of a latch. Like, you can see kind of, like, wooden latches on some of the doors and windows that they've kind of, like, hastily fashioned, or, like kind of things being propped against doors, but, like, 
they're pretty easy to kind of break into. Cool. Um, Quinn pulls out their cell phone that they just remembered was in their back pocket, um, and, like, uh, turns on the flashlight, uh, mode, and, like, just kind of goes, like, just kind of looks at the door, figures out how to open this specific one, and pops inside. Um, uh, they are looking for clothing that, uh, fits the era. I think you can find that pretty easy easily like if you want base level clothing if you just want some basic gear you can find it pretty easily if you wanted to bestow uh, to bestow a particular kind of advantage you can roll uh perhaps demystify and uh let me see if your does your uh does your phone give you a particular note or a particular uh bonus so it is very explicitly um so for the viewers that or the listeners at home sorry um uh, i'm used to live streaming uh so uh the cell phone is the special gear of the bystander um cell phone you're not supposed to have it with you whoops um it does uh this device does anything you might you think a 23rd century cell phone might do but it gets no reception so it's just a cell phone basically, um, that can't make calls. <laughs> mm. uh, but I am trying to take advantage of one of my special abilities, which is then the, yes. co- the cosplayer special ability, uh, which is can appear and act as a local with some clothes and an hour, one hour's study. Yeah, I think like, I think you're able to like, I think you're able to like grab some clothes. You're able to find some, 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 you're able to find some, some out like an outfit and like, in the in that very Doctor Who way, like you step into you step into a room and step out of it dressed as a local, and like nobody's gonna ask the question. Yeah, yeah I love it, love it. Yeah, so um, yeah, Quinn is just gonna kind of wander around and listen in. I guess go to this exhibition and just kind of try to be normal and figure out what's normal. They've had a lot of experiences. Like uh, they've been a corporate intern for like a few years now. <laughs> it's not great, um, but. Uh, they're pretty good at like very chameleoning their way into whatever local office culture or uh, company dynamic there is, and uh, like, it, it, and I think they're gonna take advantage of this to uh, to try to blend in. And uh, so you're 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 blending in. You're just you're laying low, and Da Vinci is giving the the pitch. Look at all of these amazing things that the plans of which, you know, the future can be yours with a small investment of quantum coin. Uh, behold. And like, uh, <laughs> picture a Leonardo da Vinci sketch of the saddest, like, brutalist factory you've ever seen. Oh, no. This factory <laughs> can generate quantum coin at a rate of almost 11% reduction in the amount of smog and smoke that is billowed into the air. Think about that. Think about what a profound you could invest in this right now with a small, small investment. You could be on the ground floor of a game-changing technology. And uh, people are kind of looking around and like nobody is is and like is just clearly giving like the most is clearly like into it. And I think like what happens is like as people kind of start to get up and leave, like a hologram voice pops up uh, that um, Leonardo swings around. Dante, Dante, hello. Um, uh, and, and we get the shot of like. D dot A dot N dot T dot E. Dante, the voice of uh, modern cryptocurrency. Dante, hello. Um, 
you are not providing engaging content for this uh, convertible audience, Leonardo. Please try harder. Remember, hustle makes the dream work. And it blinks away. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucking hate this. <laughs> uh, Quinn is just kind of like, just kind of going, what the fuck? Just co- like repeatedly whispering what the fuck over mm-hmm. and over, trying to get the accent right. Um, of the locals, but just like going like, what the fuck? Or sorry, 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 sorry. What the snarf? 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 I'm sorry, are you saying snarf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a random person turns over to you. Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, uh, yes, yes, I am. What is, th- what is that? I love that. Uh, it, you know, it's a little, uh. It's uh, it's a little thing that I coined. Um, uh, you, I, I call it the Whitaker. Um, oh, I love that. Is that like when you come up with a cool new phrase? Yeah, it's when you. It's 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 oh. it's, it's kind of like uh, it's it's uh, you know, I'm really witty, and uh, my name's Whitaker, so my friends call it the Whitaker. That's know? so sick. That's so that's amazing. So like, if I were to say like, oh, you're pulling a Leonardo for like when you're really like bombing. At like a presentation, like that would kind of be like doing a Whitaker. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're calling a new phrase. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Snarfing a man. Snarf, snarfing a. I love, I love. I'm gonna tell. I'm actually gonna go tell my friends right now. And uh, so one of the ways that I'm encouraged to stir the pot is to put an NPC in danger, and this, and also to blow up the scene. <laughs> and I think what happens at this moment is. Um, Laser fire starts erupting, oh, both from drones and from Vanguard. Uh, there is just explosions happening in every direction. Leonardo is, like, rushed off by security. Uh, too big, like, executioner-looking dude. Just run off with Leonardo. Uh, like And, like, laser fire is just exploding. The scene is properly blowing up. And this NPC that you have convinced of the coolness of to pull a Whitaker... Uh, is in direct danger because they are uh, they are caught in a crossfire. Okay. Um, I think uh, I, I think Quinn like is just like I just convinced somebody I'm cool. Like I can't let them die. Like it, it, they're like, look, nobody nobody ever gives a shit about what interns say. So there there's like kind of like this social there's like a serotonin high going on right now, and uh, they're not about to let that 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 go um i love that i love that (laughs) just like oh god i feel so bad for this character um (laughs) and uh yeah so uh so quinn dives uh dives over um they've they've at least got the protection of the uh of the light body armor underneath um underneath their uh their uh, local clothing, which I'm mm-hmm. picturing is like very like in my brain is very much the peasants uh, from like the, Renaissance. Uh, it's Renaissance face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Ren fair clothing a little bit bulkier than normal because of the armor. And they're gonna dive over and try to grab this uh, unknown person who just happens to think they're cool. I'm gonna ask you to roll. Uh, that's gonna be a dive into danger. Two d six plus movement or power, whichever you've got higher. I have, um, oh, that's an interesting thing. I know I get, um, I have movement. I get plus one power when diving into danger versus physical, but I have 
Oh, I guess that's actually equal. So I have uh, two in either, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so go with the, go with the two. That is a seven on the dice and a plus two for nine. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, meanwhile, so drones are going down all around you as Vanguard is shooting them out of the sky. Vanguard is, is ducking and weaving. Vanguard had rolled a 10 on diving into danger and is just like is just plucking them out of the sky. Right. Like it, and, and there are there's explosions and lasers happening in every which direction. Um, Vanguard grabs one of the drones um, and starts. Uh, like, fiddling with wires on it. I'm actually going to also roll plus innovate. Which I roll plus power instead, so that is a six. That is an eight on my innovate roll. Ooh. Innovate uh, is when you attempt to innovate, repair, invent, or construct, or understand any kind of non-flux tech technology. On an eight, I describe success with a complication. I'm going to ask you, Hopper, what goes wrong for Vanguard as he kind of rewires this drone to be an attack drone to fire on the other drones? Ooh, I think that it, um, oh, it, uh, it can't, uh, turn left. Mm-hmm. Um, it can only turn right, and it also, uh, can only fire in, uh, an odd, se- odd, odd sequences. So, like, maybe it has, um... Whereas normally these drones are firing in, like, sustained bursts, um, it fires, like, one, two, three in increasing power, and then um, and then drops ten feet. Oh, I love that. I love that a ton. Um, yeah, so it's it's flying around, and it's, I think what it is, is partially, like, it is shooting this, like, one, and then two is stronger, and three is even stronger, and it's, like, overheating its, like, laser gun. And so, like, it is, and it's just kind of shooting them, like, wild. <laughs> so, like, there are just these heavy laser blasts crashing, and there are giant explosions. This is absolute chaos. And uh, in that moment, Vanguard uh, reaches onto his belt, stashes the pistol, and breaks out his, dis- like, you watch him pull out, like, the handle of a gun and break out his disruptor rifle. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and goes... Let's go, kid. We're getting inside. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and um, I, nice to meet you. Don't die. Um, <laughs> at the <laughs> at the person who I just convinced I was cool. Um, uh, well, let me ask you: Are you following? Are you following uh, Vanguard's instruction, or are you follow? Are you helping your friend get to safety? Why not both? Why not both? You've hit me. You've you've got me. <laughs> Talk um, me through how you're doing it. Though arguably, uh, getting following Vanguard is not safety, but here we are. Um, it, you know, he's the le- most dangerous thing here thus far. So, um, yeah, so I think Quinn just uh, kind of like uh, goes, uh, maybe you should come with us. Um, there is uh, a much lower likelihood of you dying with us than with all of that. They just kind of gesticulate wildly at the at all the drones the laser fire the drama above if i'm gonna if i'm gonna if i'm gonna die by a human or die by a robot i'd rather it be a human i i just pulled a whitaker i'm loving this i'm loving this i'm loving this <laughs> i'm i'm uh i'm randy by the way uh, you're ra- oh <laughs> hi um I'm Quinn. Nice to meet you. Let's go. Such, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Um, and the three of you run inside, and um, 
I am going to ask you for a general role here. One move to get up into the mainframe uh, to kind of run your way up the tower. How are you doing it and how are you kind of uh, protecting Randy as you as you make your way up? Like, what is your strategy here? Um, so I think uh, so this this is uh, this is once again flexing those intern muscle memory. Um, so there's a lot of uh, Quinn has pretty good um, kind of spatial awareness. Of uh, they spent a lot of time moving through offices, uh, surrounded by people who basically whose eyes just slip like right past them. They are used to being non-people, like kind of like office furniture. Um, and people tend to just bump into them all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, snarfing time. Um, and uh <laughs> No, you you can say fucking. It's just eh, <laughs> Quinn can. That that's fair. That's fair. But now I kind of want to say snarfing. Um, it's funny. It is funny. And uh, so yeah, they they bump into them all the snarfing time. And uh, so Quinn's got pretty good at dodging around these obstacles, or rather, dodging around the people treating them like an obstacle, um, or not an obstacle, I guess. And uh, they're using that energy um, to kind of like basically just guide randy um like kind of like kind of just little grab grab but you know just a little tug on the sleeve a little ooh, tuck here um and a little uh just and quick look the thing that you the thing that you see as that's happening is like you turn around a corner and you see just a a, a like a, a battery of laser fire just catches uh catches uh, Vanguard in the chest, and he goes tumbling black, and his uh his 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 armor has got a giant hole blown in the middle of it. He has taken a condition because he desperately failed his dive into danger roll. Oh no! <laughs> um, and he's coughing up blood. Uh, the way dan- conditions work is there are no uh there's no hit points in the game. You just amass conditions as things go wrong, and as you amass more conditions, uh, the first two conditions that you get. You take minus one to all of your rolls. Okay. When you take four conditions, you take minus two. And when you take six conditions, you fall unconscious. So this this gaping wound is a whole is is a condition because it is a like long term thing, right? Like it is a problem for for Vanguard. And like he kind of like stands up and shoots a shoots a drone out of the sky with this rifle. It's like, <laughs> keep going, keep going. I will. Oh God! I will handle this down here. Go, 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 go! Are you sure? You sure? Okay. Oh. Go, go! I said go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, come on, Randy. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, give me a sneakeroo roll. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, sneak, sneak, sneakeroo. Ooh, that is a snarfing double sixes, baby. Baby. Um. So for a total of fourteen. Yeah, you make it right up to the mainframe room, like, and you hear, um, I'm gonna roll one more time for our friend Vanguard. Oh, Vanguard rolled an 11, fabulous. Um, yeah, Vanguard kind of, like, lurches in behind you a few moments later, and there's just screens everywhere, right? Like, there are screens and wire boards and things in every which way. (laughs) Ugh. You know how to kill this thing? I we I thought that, I thought you knew how to kill it. Uh I was gonna You know what the mainframe looks like? I I mean I I could 
hazard a guess, but um, I did. I did do some uh, one of one of my last uh, positions was running coffee to the IT guys over at uh, over at the Hexachroma Core. Cool, cool. Show me where the mainframe is. Oh, okay. Dismantle. May I? May I? Um, I do have a med kit. Oh my! Oh, snarf! That would be amazing. I yeah. I, I can see your ribs. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really great. Cool, 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 cool. Um, okay. Uh, hold still. This might sting a bit. Uh, and uh, Clint is gonna uh pull out the ultra med kit and uh <laughs> a collection of state of the art field equipment. Um, so I get plus two to any recover roll attempting to heal physical injury. Um, what what is a recover roll? Uh, recover roll is you. Is that is a specific move? You're gonna roll two d six. Plus any of your stats. In this case, I'm going to say, does it say what stat you use with a med kit? It does not. It just says recover. Uh, then I'm going to say roll with plus mental. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to take a plus two to that. Okay. Rad, 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 rad. Um, I have no bonuses in mental. Um, I am. J- Ooh, but that's a nine. So that's an 11. There you go. Um, yeah. So you clear the condition. You just got to watch the wound f- uh, fall, like fade away. And I'm going to ask you now for an innovate roll. 2d6 plus tech. I'm going to say that you can re-roll one of your dice and choose the higher of the two results. So you'll roll 3d6 and take the highest two because right. Randy is here and Randy can provide some help. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm 100% picturing that that med kit is basically spraying like uh, expanding foam insulation into his chest. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, that. Oh, snarf. That is a six, a six, and a two. <laughs> Dang. Um, okay. You're able to find the mainframe pretty well. It's big shades of 2001, and there's, like, a, a row of, like, wa- like motherboard that you have to, like, pull out. And Randy's like, this is it. If you pull this out, yeah, it it shuts the whole thing down. And Wow. Dang. How's it feel to be part of something big, bud? It feels pretty, pretty snarfing great. Did I use it right? Was that, was you, that did, right? you did, you did, you did. You're doing great. <laughs> you you pulled such a Whitaker on this one. It's so good. And at that moment, you hear the disruptor pistol uh, <gasps> fire up behind you. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, mother, sn- I, I think, well, uh, yeah, uh, Quinn has enough time to half whisper snarf. Um, Give oh. g- g- me, give me, give me the motherboard. Ah. Uh, Okay. Um, Quinn is going to very, very hesitantly um, just kind of hold the motherboard up. Uh, aren't we supposed to destroy it? No, we're supposed to disable it. Oh, okay. Um, and it's disabled. What happens to it now? What happens to it in the 23rd century Earth? Well, that's anybody's guess. So, um... Is there anything around here I could use to potentially disable Vanguard? Uh, roll me 2d6. Roll me 2d6 plus power. You've got the, there's like some chairs and, and motherboard and like pieces of tech that you could swing. I'm like, I'm definitely like, Quinn is not a brawler. I think Quinn is trying to rack their brains for like, um, um, that's a six and a one plus power, which is I'm rolling some good sixes. Um, that is a total of eight. 
All right, success with a complication. Uh, you take you take the same uh, pistol shot to the chest that uh, that Vanguard took, and you have a condition of a gaping wound. Um, and but but you do like but as you swing something, you do like knock him on his back and like sends him tumbling. The motherboard trips. At which point you're both confronted by uh, a, by a piece of audio that says, "Put right has been accomplished. Please report back to drop site." In T minus 10 minutes for a successful flux back home. For a successful Lance back home. Oh. Ah. Uh, gimme give gimme give the gimme give, give the motherboard. Uh, I think I think he I think he now has another condition of like bashed in the head. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think uh uh th- yeah, uh Quinn is still holding this um I'm just picturing like kind of a weird random strut, like a metal mm-hmm. strut. Um, and, uh, I don't, that seems like a bad idea, uh, Mr. Mr. McMurphy. It's Sergeant. Sorry, Sergeant McMurphy. Um, I don't, I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about shooting you again, but one of the two of us is going to make a decision we don't feel great about. Look, I'm getting paid finally, and I don't want to, but... You know, oh my god, what is that? Um, and I'd like to convince them there's something behind it. <laughs> give me give me a persuade. <laughs> oh god. Uh it's a four to three plus what, mental? Mm-hmm. Uh zero. That's a so seven total. <laughs> Alright. Um Um Okay, I know exactly what happens. I know exactly what happens. Um this is perfect because this segues us into a nice little uh nice little a nice little brief scene. Um I think what happens is like is it works like a charm. It's flawless. Works like a charm. It's flawless. Um, and you make your way like you 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 both just book it. And he like it takes him exactly long enough that you're like ahead of him. And you get back to the you get you you just run and we get a chase scene uh, back to the drop site. You 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 land at the drop site. Error. Flux fall. Uh, error. Bad flux fall initiated. Uh, one of our lancers is not within 10 meters of the drop site at the time of the lance, uh, at the time of flux fall. And you, you hear that and suddenly like, uh, hold on, I'm going to roll some dice again. Oh no. I got a whole bunch of dice to roll. First, I'm going to make it weird for you. I mean, you know, I like it weird. Uh, We all love it weird. It's great. Oh god. Now Great. now 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 I am having so much paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is he is he within 10 meters of the thing? No, no, cuz you cuz oh, you distracted. Your yeah, your mixed success was that you distracted him so he was outside of the range which is going to which is going to alter the 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 flux fall. Which is going to make a complication. Yeah. Um what happens is you feel uh, like an itch crawl over every bit of your skin, and it's just like kind of a little bit like a light sunburn, right? Like the Ooh. last day of a sunburn just covers your entire skin. Oh, and it, it 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 hurts, but it doesn't feel awful. Like it kind of like at the same time, it kind of gives you that nostalgic feeling of like the last day of summer. But it's just kind of that itch, right? That dryness, and you feel it wash over you, and suddenly. 
you know, in the same way that it just kind of happened, right? It didn't, it didn't shift. There was no portal vortex. Vanguard is chasing behind you and takes aim. Oh, fabulous. I love it. And suddenly, um, overhead there is, well, you know, one of the, one of the, the look of one of those drones, suddenly there's one like 10 times larger, the size of like a jet fighter flies overhead and shoots a laser down and suddenly you look around and you are clearly in like the good news is you're in the 21st century or the yeah you're in the early 21st century now the bad news is that it seems like the crypto uh technology got way worse and now there's a terminator situation oh no and uh like you see the tower in the same place and it is just like there is there is open warfare fighting all around you and you watch uh the thing that you watch is Vanguard just gets run down with like machine gun laser fire from some Terminator jet plane style motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I so I'm just I'm Quinn is definitely like uh throwing their hands up to cover their face. I'm just getting splattered with like dirt and dust and blood. And the thing pops up again and says, like, your objective. Oh. Disable the mainframe. Oh, snarf. Oh, snarf, indeed. Um, so what happens is is we leave it there as a cliffhanger. But uh, now we get to reveal uh, one of my favorite parts of the game, which is just talking about it. There's some mechanical implications that come up in play when this happens. But um Let's talk about secret objectives because they're fun as hell. They're fucking um, rad. When you're playing with a larger group, like there, I can absolutely see playing through it, like the potential for some real, real good shit. But um, the way secret objectives works is at the start of play, each of us writes down an objective that is like secret from the rest of the group. So uh, I was playing Vanguard as like a GMPC, but I did write down a secret objective for him. Um, and then you also wrote down one as well. And we both accomplished our secret objectives, which is great. That, oh, nice. I don't even know what his was. Yeah, I don't know what his uh, was. Actually, actually, no, he didn't accomplish his, but he almost did. Like, he kind of revealed it. Um, so you're, well, tell, tell us what your secret objective was. So, uh, yeah, my secret objective was to convince uh, people to use my name for something important, <laughs> which is, I would argue, I coined a phrase that is yeah, about. I think that's exactly, exactly a success. And like you protected Randy through the end. Um Vanguard's was to weaponize the the cryptocurrency AI and so like selling it to the highest bidder and turning it into a weapon was like his mission, which is why he was trying to take it from you at the very end. I I did get the feeling that there was something kind of nefarious and I look I, interns don't really have the luxury <laughs> of um of morality all the time, but that seemed kind of snarfed up. Yeah, that was pretty snarfed up. That was pretty snarfed up. Um, and so if we were playing a longer game, the thing that would happen next is we would play through like that alternate Earth and we would you would fight your way through the war torn robot verse. And depending on how much damage was either done or not done to the, the continuum timeline, like you would you would pop into different Earths and kind of appear in different times and places and alternate Earths and try to find your way back home as the continuum kind of dumped you in places and said, now fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. The, the cinematic image of, um, of like a blood and dust spattered, um, person in, um, in Renaissance peasant clothing, looking out at a, like a Terminator style dystopia and just going, Oh, snarf. 
is such a... That's great. <laughs> and and I think that is exactly uh, where we call it for our game of Fluxfall Horizon. Oh, uh, bravo, Jeff, bravo. My friend, this fucking ripped. This fucking ripped. <laughs> that kicked so much ass. Thank you so much for coming and playing it with me. This was amazing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm going to have to end up playing this game because this that, I, that was too I much mean, fun. I think we're going to play it together very, very soon, if I'm being honest. <laughs> that does seem likely. A little, uh, a little uh, bird with a tiny golden crown told me... Um, told me that that was a distinct possibility it's it feels like it might be it might be you know um who's to say you know some some variant of us will probably play it somewhere before too long yeah um thank you so much for playing this with me this was amazing (laughs) all right i just ah i'm just so glad to have been on here and uh oh now now i need to know the rest of the story though that's the problem i know right oh so that, that said, real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you, your work, and the streams that you appear on online? Oh, absolutely. You can find me online. If you want, um, if you want, you know, questionable hot takes, uh, just general shenanigans and my opinions, you can follow me at Fail Deadly on most uh, social media sites. That's uh, Fail Deadly with a three instead of an E, as uh, as I off- am oft uh, want to say, uh, because I'm a bad person. Uh, so it kind of looks like Fail Badly. And... Uh, I occasionally produce content under the legend tree. Um, so at the legend tree on also on most, uh, social media platforms. Um, I'm hoping to do some, uh, fun stuff in the near future on using, uh, using that, uh, handle. Uh, but for right now, you can primarily find me at nanapotstudios.com. Uh, that is all one word or on the Manapot Studios, uh, Twitch channel. Where uh, I am a regular cast member of the Hole in the World podcast or the stream, um, soon to be podcast though, uh, and uh, and also on uh, Tuesday nights at uh, most Tuesday nights, you can find me on Flights of Fandom, uh, where I am often a player but occasionally a GM. Um, if you follow me on social media, you'll find out what terrible, terrible thing I'm doing in December. I'm, I'm so I I I may have like I may or may not be a player in it. Like I may not be able to make it work. Like it's up in the air in a big way. But like yeah. whether or not I'm in it, I'm dying with excitement about it. Like I'm truly. You got you got a good plan, and I really I'm hopeful. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can find a way to foil my dastardly plot. I'm so excited. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was this kicked ass. This ruled. Yeah. Uh, um, like a truly snarfing great experience. Snarfing great experience, and for and uh, for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Hopper for coming on to the show. That game was. Oh, that game was fun. That game was just top to bottom, like a super fun experience. I could not be happier with it. Be sure to follow Hopper on Twitter at Fail Deadly, and be sure to follow them also on Twitter at The Legend Tree. Also, be sure to check out their work with Manapot Studios at twitch.tv slash Studios. And of course, be sure to pick up your own copy of Fluxfall Horizon. You can find a link to the Kickstarter, which is in its final 48 hours, in the show notes. 
Finally, you know the drill. Follow us on Twitter, Party of One Pod. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash party of one podcast. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash party of one merch. Join our Discord at bit.ly slash party of one Discord. Leave a nice review for the show on iTunes or Podchaser. Uh, send us some love on social media. Talk about your favorite part of the episode. Or, you know, send me an email at party of one podcast at gmail.com about a thing that you liked. Someone did that last episode and it made me really, really happy. So I would love to have that happen again. You can also throw money at us at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Or if you'd like to hear more from me, you can check out All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, in which every week, my best friend Aaron Gatano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character and populate a shared universe, one story at a time. New episodes drop, I don't know, Fridays-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, press coverage, or about guesting on the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And honestly, I'm pretty sure that's all we do here, so uh, I guess we'll see you at Christmas and we'll see you in 2022. Thank you, as always, for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And until 2022, party on, everybody.